Hi, everyone. This is Sheila Kusiasari. And this is Trisha Kisimuama coming to you live with Conversations with Sheila and Trisha. Today, we're going to be focusing on depression, some of the symptoms, some of the signs, some of the just the treatment that's been proven to work that has been out there. So we hope you are well informed at the end of this podcast. And before we get into the conversation, we want to start off with a quote by J.K. Rowling as it relates to depression. And the quote pretty much goes like this. So depression is the most unpleasant thing that I have ever experienced. It is that absence of being able to envisage that you will ever be cheerful again. The absence of hope, that very dreaded feeling, which is so very different from feeling sad. Sad hurts, but it's a healthy feeling. It is a necessary thing to feel. Depression is very different. Wow. That is, that's a very loaded quote because it really speaks to what depression is. Um, and I can, you know, I'm, I'm just going to dive right in. It, like, mm-hmm. you, like you said in the quote, it's more than feeling sadness. It causes feelings of sadness. And, and there's more to it with the loss of interest and in activities of things that you enjoy. Um, it can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems, decrease a person's ability to function at work or at home. It, it mm-hmm. really could like cripple you. Yes. Um, and some of the symptoms and, and, and they can range from like mild to severe. Like you said, feeling of sadness and having like a depressed mood. And it's more than just your normal, like today I'm just feeling depressed, you know, cause mm-hmm. you know, the sun is not out today or something. It's really prolonged uh, of time of you really being in that mood for a long time. Um, loss of interest in like pleasure or activities. Sometimes people have change in appetite weight loss or weight gain depending on you know what's happening trouble sleeping um some people sleep too much or some mm-hmm. people sleep less um there's a lot of like loss of energy increased fatigue increase um just purposeless like you have no purpose like you feel like you just don't have no purpose in the world so it's hard for you to go this difficulty thinking concentrating making decisions um, and sometimes when it gets pretty bad, people have thoughts of death or suicide. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's why we need to speak to like what depression really is, because it's easy for us to throw those terms around and just say, well, I'm depressed. But yeah. you have to really start thinking about what that really means. And and, and and a lot of people go through periods of depression. I, I mean, I can speak to just personally, you know, going through at some point in my life where I felt like you know you're just in a dark place and you can't come out Mm -hmm. and that's like you know life situations sometimes Mm -hmm. get you there um but it's important for us to like know and identify like this is not this is not norm right it's not the norm Mm -hmm. it's not normal for you to be functioning in any capacity that i just listed more than over i want to say more than over a month and you can't Mm -hmm. get out of the situation then it's really important for you to start you know, to speak to someone, speak to your medical provider, speak to your therapist if you have one, speak to your psychiatrist if you have one, because these are really, these are really like out of detriment to you if you don't get help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the whole topic in regards to depression is, you know, it's a hard topic to talk about. And, you know, I think sometimes within our community, within the African community, within the Black community, we don't want to talk about it, right? And especially when we think as, you know, Black women, as African women, we've been conditioned to think that we're so 
you know, strong and like we deal with everything so head on, like, you know, and so when you're experiencing some level of like depression, you may not even recognize that that's what you're going through because you're constantly going, you're constantly trying to do. Um, and, you know, our lives are filled with, you know, ups and downs and, um, you know, in regards to depression, there's so many different things that can cause people to experience that level of depression. You know, it can be genetic, um, biological, you know, psychological factors, um, you know, environmental factors, you know, just change in your, you know, change in your daily routine. Um, so there's so different factors and sometimes also some illness can lead to depression you know hormonal uh, imbalance um can at, at times also cause people to feel some sense of depression um and so these are all things that we need to be aware of and we need to be mindful of you know and keep in the back of our minds when we're experiencing um you know some level of like extreme sadness where like you stated you know that you're not really able to come back from and you know all experience you know depression at some point or rather but you know everybody's depression is different mm-hmm. um some people might go through you know depressed depressive stage for maybe like you know a couple of days a couple of weeks and other people like you know deal with this on you know for the rest of your lifetime yeah um, so it's really important that we talk about that and you mentioned the signs and the symptoms in regards to that yeah, sure. Um, but before you know, before I just, I just quick because I, I literally read this um a while back, and I mean it's it's true what you're saying. Depression is more women suffer depression than men, and typically mm-hmm. around late teens and mid twenties is when women start to go through a series of depression. So like to just think about that what you just said about women constantly having to sh- put on this 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 armor of I'm strong and I'm mm-hmm. I, I, I got it and I can handle this and I can handle stress and I can handle what comes my way yeah it's I mean it's in the numbers and numbers don't lie women traditionally will would be diagnosed with depression more than than men and they experience mm-hmm. it more yeah yeah and you know to add to like you know the facts in regards to you know the percentage of adults that you know experience depression you know um according to the national alliance on mental health illness you know more than 17 million u.s adults which is over seven percent of the population have at least one major depressive episode in the past year um and this is just within the past year (laughs) and so you know the numbers are staggering um and you know like i stated before within our communities don't talk about it you know there's that shame there's that stigma that's associated with it um and you know I can't even recall like from my own personal experience you know after I had my my first daughter Mm -hmm. having gone through like a depressive episode you know um which was more so like postpartum depression and you know at that time being young I didn't know what this was you know and so um Fortunately for me, it wasn't something that, you know, lasted a long time, but I got the help that I needed in that time frame to help me to manage and help me deal with that, you know, episode. Um, But there's a lot of people that are not able to deal. They're not able to manage. They don't necessarily know where to go, what resources are available to them. Yeah. Um, And I think that, you know, this is why we have this podcast. We want to be able to encourage people to really seek help. Um, As you stated, you know, reaching out to your primary care physician. Um, you know, for referrals to see a psychiatrist, um, you know, really being able to, you know, just get the support that you need. And, you know, I think we spoke about support systems, right? The importance mm-hmm. of having a support system. Mm-hmm. And not everyone might, you know, have a support system. So 
Um, you know, how do we support those people who don't necessarily have a support system? You know, um, there are different agencies that are out there, different organizations rather, mm -hmm. that can provide some local support that people can go and be able to, you know, express themselves and have conversations with people who are also going through similar experiences. Uh, and I think, you know, it's really important that we make people aware and understand that, you know, this is available to them and yeah. that they can actually do that. And, and you know, depression is treatable. Like, I just you know, mm -hmm. think some people feel like, yeah, it could, it, it, it could, it could be, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, in how does it Facilitate it. No, seriously. I mean, it can if you don't get the help, but it, it is treatable. Yeah. It says like 80 to 90% of people with depression eventually respond well to treatment. So it's really big on, on our, our, you know, our part of the person you know, diagnosed with depression to do the work because I, I actually went to a seminar a while back and this woman was at LCSW and she was um, bipolar. And she talked about her depression and going through school and what that meant for her and going through different, different challenges in life. But she's able to live a functional life, you know, being in a functional relationship and, and, you know, and, and thrive. I know that, you know, one of my, one of my, uh, my in-laws, um, her good friend, she's, you know, diagnosed with um, bipolar. And she says it stops her relationships once she's completely mm -hmm. open and honest. And she says to someone like, hey, you know, this is what I'm, I've been dealing with or I take meds for this. People are immediately turned off. And it's not something mm -hmm. to be turned off about. It's just it's just mm -hmm. something to be aware and educated about it. Like it's 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 like if I came to you and say, oh, I have a heart disease, you're not going to date me because I have a heart disease. If there's mm -hmm. treatment for something and you can understand what it is, I think it's it's I mean, People could, you know, people could obviously make the decision to be in a relationship like that. But I'm just saying it's not the end all be all. Um, like depression is such a, you know, horrible thing. It's everyone goes through periods of their life. And thank God for us that we've been able to kind of sustain and move past those, you know, those traumas or whatever mm -hmm. caused us depression but some people are not some people need the constant reinforcement they need the constant support they need the medication they you know mm -hmm. so it's really something that that i think like just in the african community we just speak to it even if you go to your parents and say oh you know i'm feeling depressed it's kind of like oh just be quiet get over it whatever you're feeling is like you're oh, pray on it <laughs> yeah pray on it like it just get over it kind of thing and mm -hmm. it's a real serious serious things and it's, it's crazy because I, I just literally, I'm thinking about a situation that happened last week with a friend of mine with her son who ran away. And mm. she said some very hurtful things to the little boy. And the little boy was, you know, he got sad and he he literally ran with, and he ran with nothing, no shoes, nothing. It was really a sad story. Thank God the mm. police ended up finding him. But the thing was, she goes, I never acknowledged that my kids actually have feelings and that my kids could be depressed or my kid could be feeling neglect and all these mm -hmm. things because their your environment plays too on your depression, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. and and he, he suffers from low self esteem and all these things that can pull into a person's mindset to make them depressed. So it was kind of like a, a light bulb went up for her when she was just like, "Oh my god! Like, what have I been doing? I don't even acknowledge my children having feelings. Like, what is wrong? Like, what is wrong with me? These are human beings. These are people that feel." If you feel it's important for us to acknowledge it, right? Just as a mm -hmm. just as a culture. So I just wanted to just speak to that because I know so many times we we just get told to brush everything under and just mm -hmm. just keep, be strong. Yeah, and, yeah. keep then, yeah. And I think like, you know, 
that speaks to what you said. You know, I, we definitely need a lot of education within the African community. You know, there's that lack of education where people don't understand. And I think we've had this discussion before where, you know, we understand when it's a physical situation, right? If someone's stomach hurts, like they're going to go to the doctor and get the help that they need. When we talk about mental health, which is, you know, something that impacts your, you know, your brain, people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. And so they're not able to get the support that they need or try to support people that are in need and a lot of education that needs to be done there's a lot of conversations that needs to be have um so that people are aware that you know these things are significant and that we need to support people over the last you know year i want to say that within the Ghanaian community we've had a high you know percentage of suicide Mm. that have transpired you know and people are dealing with so much and they don't know how to you know, find a positive outlet to help them manage and to help them to deal. And so, you know, a lot of times people tend to resort to suicide and that's something that we want to prevent. So we need to have these conversations. We need to be able to, you know, empower and encourage people to seek the help. You know, um, some people believe in prayers and they feel that that might be the solution to support them. Mm -hmm. And some people are able to manage in that capacity, right? But everybody is different Mm -hmm. and everybody experiences, you know, depression differently. What I might be able to handle through prayer, so the next person might not be able to handle through prayer. Um, what I might be able to handle through therapy, the next person might not be able to handle through therapy, you know, and so people need to understand, like, you know, what their signs and their symptoms and what they are able to manage and what they're not able to manage and what they can use to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we talked about the treatments, right? There's so many different options. We talked about the therapy, medication, um, you know, uh, you know, support groups. There's so many different options available. And we just want to encourage people to, you know, seek out these support services that are in place for them. Yeah, no, um, it's, yeah, you're, I mean, like with psychotherapy, I, what I realize is that usually if the person has mild depression or mild to moderate, I should say, like, Oftentimes, like when they do psychotherapy and maybe get, you know, and, and then they're on an antidepressant, they can actually, you mm-hmm. know, manage the depression really well. I know mm-hmm. that I've taught like, you know, CBT groups for mm-hmm. people with depression because it's, I think it's the most effective form of treatment for people with depression because, you know, it just helps you reshape the way you're, you know, you're just thinking, thinking mm-hmm. the way you, you, know, you are. So I think that's one that's been proven to really work. Um, it's called cognitive behavioral therapy for those that are mm-hmm. listening. Um, and I remember when I worked in a psych hospital, we used to do ECT treatments for people. I just wanted people to understand the level of like, you can just get therapy and you can take meds. And there's some people that just can't bounce out of this and they need to get the electroconvulsive treatment, which is called ECT, which people still get. And it's mm-hmm. really used to, tri- to, 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 you know, treat severe and major depressive uh, depression. So, and, you know, that's been around since the 1940s. And usually you get about like 12 treatments and like three, you know, within uh, like a three, three times a week kind of span. I remember, I remember having clients and some people saying like it made a world of difference. And I know with that, you lose some of your memory and things like that, but just the level of, of, of treatment that can happen. That's why we can't take, you know, just this, this, this word or this, this thing, depression. So just nonchalantly, because it could be, you can have it and it could just be mild and you, and thank God you get over it or, Mm -hmm. or it could be very crippling to you and you may need that. So. 
Yes, I agree. So we also want to give you guys some information. If you're currently experiencing depression and um, are going through, you know, possible suicidal ideations or thoughts, we encourage you to reach out to your local healthcare provider or call 911 for emergency services. You can also visit your nearest hospital emergency room. Uh, you can also contact the toll-free number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and their number is 1-800-273-TALK. Again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. We also have some resources that are available in regards to um, if people are interested in seeking out uh, psychotherapists that they want to work with as far mm -hmm. as getting some level of counseling, therapy. Um, one of the resources that we use is Therapy for Black Girls. They also have a podcast and they have a website where you can actually go in and look up uh, various like professionals around the country who can provide you with some level of, you know, counseling, therapy. Um, another resource that we have as well is POC Online Classroom. And they actually have a lot of reading materials on the importance of self-care, mental health, healing for people of color, um, and within, like, you know, the activist um, movements and whatnot. We know that, you know, these are difficult times, right? Um, mm -hmm. With COVID-19, with racial tensions, and, you know, just being confined into, like, that one space mm -hmm. can be difficult and can be stressful. Um, but we want to encourage and we want to empower people to seek out and get the support and the help that they need. Um, and, oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so... Absolutely. Um, if there's anything else that, you know, if people want to reach out to us, they can send us an email at diasporaconversations at gmail.com. Um, at the moment, that's where we're sending all our emails. Um, and you can also follow us on Instagram at Sheila and Trisha for our conversations. And you can inbox us or DM us if you have any questions, any concerns. If you need any resources or anything that we can support you with, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Please don't, because it's so important. We're, we are here to be a community uh, of support to mm -hmm. uh, you know our people. We also want you to know that you are not alone in this and you have so much resources and support available to you.